welcome to this week's episode of the House of Birds podcast. We are your host. This is Nicole. And this week I'm joined by Dexter. How's it going? What's good, people? What's up, Twin? It's amazing. Today's a good day. Because is it? It is. Is it? It is. Why? Why is such a why is today such a good day? Because it's our birthday. It's your birthday? It's your birthday. It's your birthday though. It's your birthday though. (laughs) 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 It is. Uh, And I started already. So you started what already? Celebrating. Oh, okay. I'm recovering, celebrating last night. See, (laughs) I had I I was offered. I relaxed a little bit last night. I'm gonna do that today. I'm just saying, you got to roll into the birthday. Like, <laughs> literally roll you, into it. You ended yours with a bang. You ended your uh, your your last year. I don't want to say your year, but you you ended your last year with a bang. Yeah, I did. A bang and a lot of gin. Um. <laughs> pine juice. It's not pine juice. It's all good. It's all good. But, I think maybe, no, I just think it was because I was drinking, I won't say cheap gin, I'll say inexpensive gin, because I've drank more than that and not woke up feeling like that, so it's all about the quality of what you drink, people. Important lesson at the top of the show. Uh, Spend a little extra money, (laughs) because you'll feel better the next day. But at the same time, if you know you're going to drink a lot, you probably don't want to buy something expensive and then like drink it off. Man, look! Shout out to my guys. We only drink. They just keep leveling up. It's getting it's getting very expensive. I'm glad I don't drink too much. It is what it is, though. Alcohol is expensive. Like it, you. That's one of those things that you don't realize how expensive it is until you're grown up. Alcohol. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that me that meme you're talking about is crazy. <laughs> that uh, that definitely goes to the top of the list. But this is not the alcohol episode of the pod. This is the TV show episode of the pod because we have been watching a crap ton of movies and TV because there's nothing else to do in quarantine besides watch things and play things. Since we've been watching a lot of things, we figured we would kind of do a rapid fire of what's worth watching, what we've watched that we feel is worth watching, the good, the bad, the ugly, the who the fuck made this. That yeah, sounds about accurate. Above. Yeah, we watched. I mean, we just had assignments like, "Yo, I'm watching this. You should watch this," and we'll talk about it on the pod. Words. Let's jump right in. We're gonna start at the top. Um, so, I see you on Amazon. Yeah, that that came to me by recommendation. I was told that it had a uh, pretty good ending. How did you like it when you first started watching it? Because you watched it because I told you to watch it. So. Uh, it was good. Like it started off, you're like, "What is going on here?" It was definitely one of those like kind of slow buildups, but it's also fuck. We're spoiling. This is going to be a there will be spoilers podcast. No, I don't. What else? Um, <laughs> there's got to spoil it. You just got to tell them what you liked and if they should watch it or not. You're right. It is one of those movies where it kind of you're like, "Okay, what's going on here?" And then it takes you back. It's like a, it, it jumps around time-wise a little bit. And then once you realize that you're jumping around time-wise, 
you're like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. It was a good movie. I liked it. I I liked it. What did you think? There's a point in the movie where all of the things that confused you at the beginning start to really make sense. And I think in the end, it all tied together. And that's what makes a good movie. I liked it. You're right. It, it did. It was a well put together film. Um, and that was really good because we live in a time now where there's a lot of shit that you watch it. And at the end, you're just left with what the fuck and why. So, right. Oops. I see it. That's that's a lot of movies, too. And that's a few on our list. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, so I see you was good. I would definitely give it a worth watching rating. What would you give it? Yeah, I would recommend you to watch it. Yeah. Okay. It's on, it, it's on Amazon Prime, I believe. Yes, it's available on Amazon Prime. Would you watch it again? Not just to watch it again. However, I would, um, you know, if I recommended it to somebody, I would watch it with them. That makes sense. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need anything more from it, but I would watch it again. It wouldn't be like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you watch that on your own time. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, Next up, the, the, fi- the Five Bloods which is a Spike Lee film on Netflix. Um, <laughs> I wanted to love it. I wanted to like it. Um, I see a lot of people did like it. A lot of people thoroughly enjoyed it. Me, not so much. And interesting. it wasn't that it was a terrible... I mean, it's a Spike Lee movie. And I, I think I've realized my favorite Spike Lee movie is Inside Man is my favorite Spike Lee movie at this point I've realized that I enjoyed when did you realize that after watching this movie and thinking to myself oh no maybe Malcolm X I take that back let me run that back Malcolm X is my favorite Spike Lee movie but followed closely by Inside Man so I think I enjoy when he does storytelling like that Um, although I also enjoyed this is not his first black military or soldier movie Miracle at St. Anna I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, with Derek Luke and, and uh, somebody else was in it, Michael Ely or somebody. Yeah, that I did not. I did not know that that was his movie. I gotta watch that. I didn't know that was a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, actually, you know what? Now that I'm going back through all like going really looking through Spike Lee's movies, I take that back. Inside Man is probably not my favorite because there's some on this list that are a lot better. But anyway, it's my favorite. I, I think you got that from hearing me say it. I don't think so. <laughs> You can edit that out then. Uh, but <laughs> however, um, no, nope, I'm gonna leave that right there. But I will say again, though, uh, Inside Man might be my favorite movie from Spike Lee. Like, and in, in its entirety, the way that, like, you know, you wouldn't even know it was a Spike Lee movie, but I just think that was a phenomenal movie. And when you find out that Spike did it, you're like, oh man, that's really that really makes it, you know, more fire. Uh, because as I'm looking at his movies, too, like, I don't know, I like He Got Game a lot. Yeah, that's why I was like, maybe I can't say that. No, you know, I think I'm going I'm to go ahead and stand on that hill. I think Inside Man is my favorite Spike Lee movie. So we're just going to leave that there. That is the favorite. I'm not moving right. anymore. All right, back to Five Bloods, though. Um, you didn't like it. I didn't care. I liked I, it. What did you like about it? 
I just thought it was a well put together movie. The only gripe I had is the one gripe that everybody else had, and that gripe wasn't enough for me to, because I was still able to follow the movie. So because I was still able to follow the movie, I really didn't care about the characters being so old in the flashbacks. Everybody had problems with them not being casted as different artists. I mean, not artists, uh, actors. And I'm like, I don't understand why they had to be. I don't know. Like, it, if you could tell the story, what's the point of having it, having to cast everybody? Like, you understand what's going on, no? Yeah, no, I, I didn't. That that wasn't even my issue with the film. Like, I didn't. I didn't mind that at all. I didn't mind the fact that they kept him as old. I understood it. Actually, let me run that back. One of the things I really liked about this movie was the cinematography. The way that they changed aspect ratio. I forgot that they did this until like just now thinking about it. They changed aspect ratio when they were changing like what was going on in the movie. Like it start like when it was back in the day they put it in like four three. Um so it looked old, like it would fit on an old television. Then right. when it had the old guys kind of, you know, together reminiscing. I think it was in letterbox sixteen at that point. And then when it went like full action, current time, like shit got real, it went full screen. And that was not missed on me. I liked that a lot. And I think that's one of the things that Spike does really well is cinematography. And I thought that was fucking amazing. I was just like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, visually, visually it was uh, well done. I liked it, man. You know, I could understand why people didn't. Mm -hmm. However, I rocked with it. You know, I thought it was good. And I liked the actors that were in it. So would you recommend it be to somebody to watch it? Please, yes. Please watch it. Okay. Um, Even if that's not your thing, just watch it. You know what I mean? And then just get mad at me, you know, cuss at me. That's cool. <laughs> I would also recommend it being, it's worth watching. It's definitely worth watching if you are a cinephile at the very least. Um, there is a good story through it. Uh, I, I would still say watch it, even though it wasn't like my favorite movie that we watched. I mean, but I would say watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, we watched Maleficent 2, so we took a turn to Disney um, and watched Maleficent 2. <laughs> I watched it in its entirety. <laughs> you, however, did not. Mm-mm, I didn't. Yeah, it was cute. It was a cute movie. I felt like it needed to be watched just because I watched the first one. Um, and literally, if you didn't watch the first Maleficent, you're not going to get this, nor are you going to enjoy it. Um, and if you did watch the first one, you're still going to be like, oh, that it was, a, it was a cute Disney movie. It served its purpose. Um, I personally, it was okay at the beginning. The way that it was, I don't know. I don't, I fall asleep on everything. However, I didn't want to finish watching it, which says something about the movie to me. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really... I didn't really care for the direction that they went. It sounded awesome to go back and look at, you know, the origins of her and her people and her species. However, it just started to get dry at that point. And I just, you know, I stopped caring as much. And, you know, my boy is in there. So they got him dressed up all crazy. Chew a tad. 
You, I'm glad you know how to pronounce his name because I cannot. Yo, Ed Screen was in that movie too. Or I, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Ed Screen, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that movie. Whatever <laughs> we just watched him in. Um, what'd you say? Is that old chiseled jawline face? Oh wow, nice! I didn't really care to hear that again. <laughs> chiseled jawline face. That was Got it. My head. So it was. It was a good movie. I love the back stories of characters that are not told from a conventional viewpoint. That's why I really loved Wicked because. It was so well done. And I think Daniel McGuire is the author, is the one who did those books. Um, he's also done retellings of like Cinderella and Snow White. Like he's gone back and retold a lot of the Disney stories from different perspectives. And those books have all been really, really good. And Wicked is the one that people know the most because it was turned into a Broadway show. Um, but the book is fucking phenomenal highly recommend the book anyway back to <laughs> maleficent uh it's a it's a family movie if you want to put on something for for you and the fam to watch it's a good family friendly movie will i watch it again no you're not even gonna finish it so <laughs> nah and that's 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 odd for me however i'm good all right moving on birds of prey we finally sat down and watched birds of prey that movie came out, what, last? Did it come out in 2019? It did. Okay. So, Birds of Prey, the emancipation of one of the fantabulous Harley Quinn. I think that's the full title of it. Um, it is. Okay. So, your thoughts? I liked it. I thought, and I heard bad things about it, so I expected nothing out of it. However, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, if you were looking for a certain type of movie, then that didn't have it. I get that. You know what I mean? Like if you were looking for a Batman, it's like this is a this is a this is almost a slapstick comedy movie. You know, it's 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 almost in the vein of Deadpool. Yeah. It's a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot of uh, fighting, a lot of blood, a lot of cussing by everybody but her, which is interesting. You know, what I mean? it's one of those type of things where everything she says is cute and everything she says is, you know, uh, in in line with, you know, being this innocent person when, you know, she blows your car. Up. <laughs> um, I do think that they I think that was very because Margot Robbie had her hands in like making this. And yeah. I think it was very intentional to make Harley to keep Harley as this kind of light-hearted bad guy um light-hearted villain whom you enjoyed though like you like her and you root for her and she did a good job of that like i agree i like the movie a lot um i would recommend it it was i same thing had heard not so great things about it and i think that's what caused me to not watch it so quickly like it's what made me wait to watch it same so no it was, it was a good movie it was well done truthfully i'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and say that this continues that the female-led DC movies have been the better movies. This and Wonder Woman are better than most of the other stuff in the DCEU. Oh, man. Here you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, it's, uh, look, I'm not... 
I don't got nothing for that. However, I will say though, um, it's well, it's it's. I have to note that uh, what's her name, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. She's fire. I rocked with her in the movie Journey Smollett. That was interesting to see her in such a big part and a part like that. Rosie Perez was in that movie, and there was Chris Messina, the guy who played. I think it's Zaz, Zaz, Victor Zass. He's the guy who I watched Gotham and he was like the really the henchman for uh, Penguin. And he was like a badass in Penguin. So seeing him on here, it was interesting to see him paired with the bad guys that were in this one because it was like, OK, you were with Penguin, but Penguin's not in this movie. So um, that was I, I thought he had a great performance. Ali Wong was in there. You know who's in there. Your boy Obi-Wan. Hmm, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan was in it. Um, Obi-Wan. He was definitely in there. Acting different. <laughs> acting real brand new. Acting like <laughs> acting like Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Yo, he is such a good actor. I think Ewan McGregor is an underappreciated actor. I don't think he gets the flowers that he deserves. Cause he is such a chameleon. Like he is so good. I don't think I've ever watched him in something and been like, yeah, I man. And you know, we're going to talk about him soon. We'll talk about Dr. Sleep. So that's true. You know what I've realized? And maybe it's just because maybe Hollywood, maybe it's not a good thing. And maybe Hollywood is just recycling the same actors, but like Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in like four movies that we watched. Right. Right. Um, so yeah. and it's nice. It was nice seeing her in so many different roles. Ewan McGregor, I think, is only on this. Will only pop up on this list one more time. Right. Uh, yeah. Birds of Prey. Check it out. Find it. I don't think it's really. I think it hits HBO in August. Yeah, August. Bacon. So, Twenty One Bridges, starring T'Challa, aka <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> Yo, everything he played, he's T'Challa. He's T'Challa. He's T'Challa. Like he's played mad roles. He's been Jackie Robinson. He's been <laughs> he's been Thurgood Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> he played James Brown. Like, T'Challa. He is T'Challa, son of I got you, T'Chaka. You know what I mean. Um, uh, his name. It's a Russo Brothers film, though. Which it is. is interesting. The yeah. guys who made the they, last two magnificent movies, your favorite movie in the world. It's definitely in my top ten. Good old Endgame. Good old Endgame. So they yeah, made Infinity War too, right? I think they've done all of the Avengers movies. Like, all the movies where the Avengers are fully assembled, I think were all Russo Brothers films, if I'm not mistaken. Nah, they didn't. Somebody do, else was They didn't do Ultron. Maybe that's why I wasn't so good. It's like, <laughs> 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 Alright. Hot take. <laughs> Yo, for real. Like, alright. No, they, uh, he did, um, he did all of the, they did all of the good ones. I think with your, uh, I think you're thinking, they did Winter Soldier, they did Civil War. They did Infinity War. They did Endgame. Okay, so yeah, they they did the good ones. They did yeah, some. Good they, 
Yeah, they did. Oh, definitely. It's no. It's no question if they did the good ones or not. They definitely did the good ones. Okay. We also have Sienna Miller is in this. Um, Stefan James is in this. People will recognize him from if Beale Street could talk. Um, this is the most recent thing that he was in that I can think. Like when I saw him, that's what I recognized him from. He's also done some other things. He was in Selma. And evidently he's on Homecoming, which is on the to watch list. He's also in the show that Tom had me watching on Quibi, uh, where he it's him and Lawrence Fishburne. He's in that as well. He has it's like a he's like locked up in the house with his wife and kid. And it's an interesting little movie, but it's on Quibi, which is a concept that didn't really work out because it was made for commuters and commuting stopped. <laughs> that is so shit when you have such a great concept that works. <laughs> <laughs> something that you would never, something that's been going on and has been a need for years, you know what I mean? Like It's never been a time where they really just shut it down and then next thing you know, people just don't go to work no more. Yeah, that's such a... That's different. <laughs> It's different yeah. with that, you know, saying the very least, it's different. Mm-hmm. Keith David also, is in this movie, too. David, yes. Spawn is in this movie because he did the voice of Spawn in the cartoon in the anime. Oh, OK. You know what you're talking about then? Because he definitely got the Spawn voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And, but he, and I know him. I don't know him from that. I know not- him as I know him from Percy. That's Percy. From Dead Presidents. With the leg. <laughs> Schillinger is in that movie too. Yes, Schillinger is in this movie. J.K. Simmons, who and John also- Carter. You all know who John Carter is, but John Carter from Friday Night Lights, and he was in Savages, and I think he played Gambit in Wolverine. He, the origins of Wolverine, he played Remy LeBeau, Gambit. Oh yeah, when Gambit was in the movie for like two point five seconds. Uh, I mean, I, I was just saying that's who we played. Like, you know, you were supposed to just recognize it, and then we kept it moving. And all of a sudden, you know, we had to do a whole lot of deep diving because you oh don't know, God. you don't know Gambit. And I thought that was your boy. <laughs> Twenty One Bridges, starring T'Challa, was it was a good movie. I actually liked it. It started off kind of slow. Like at first, I was like, oh, am I gonna enjoy this? It had a little extra backstory that I don't know if we actually needed in the beginning. Like, I don't really did, like, Chadwick Boseman's father's history. Like, did we need that? Like, was that even important in the movie? Yes. Hmm. Well. Ask me why. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because he had, like, he was like the cop killer. Remember? He was like the cop killer. Because of what happened to his dad. He, he was like he earned a reputation for like taking down other cops that's why they showed you all of that at the beginning to let you know later on when the dirty cop came into play and how he was all deep on the dirty cops you know like cause he didn't care because he was like he had like almost a hard on for dirty cops okay you're right that is why they showed that so it was important you are correct <laughs> It was a good. I enjoyed it though. I liked the movie. I liked the ride it took me on. Yeah, it was just kind of. It was. I don't. I didn't. 
I didn't care for it as much as I thought I would care for it. Which is weird because I think it was still a pretty good movie. However, it was something about it that I didn't um that I didn't like. I think it might have been a little predictable, I guess. And in the end, you still didn't get anything but that predictability. Like nothing really happened. You could tell me at the beginning what was going to happen. Okay, unfortunate. Uh, I don't. <laughs> you know, I knew Shorty did it a long time ago. And then it was like, oh, everybody is in on it. I'm ruining the movie. Forget y'all. <laughs> you know, I, I will agree. It, it was pretty predictable. It was not the most original of of themes at, by any means. But I still enjoyed the movie. So I would recommend watching it. Right, right, right. No, it wasn't that bad. It, it, it was pretty good. It wasn't even... It was visually a good movie. It just wasn't anything for me to... You know, when I watch it again, I don't know. And that's why the Russo brothers are the Russo brothers, because I have watched You, Me, and Dupree mad times. I have watched Winter Soldier mad times. I watched Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. I've watched all of those movies numerous times. But you're right. So should you check it out? I would say yes. Check out 21 Bridges. Are you thinking? Yeah. It's worth a watch. Worth watch. Okay. Uh, will I watch it again? Probably not. I think it's one of those movies you can watch at one good time and be done with it, though. And you already said you would not watch it again, correct? I would. Uh, it's not that bad. It's watchable again. I, I'm sure I could pick something up from it. So maybe I'd like it again. It's not that bad. It's not a bad movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. It's just, I think the expectation that it was a really, really good movie, I think it worked the opposite. Kind of like the opposite of what Birds of Prey did. Gotcha. All right. Uh, the Night Clerk, which is on Netflix. It is a Netflix original starring, once again, Helen Hunt makes a second appearance on this list. Uh, Ty Sheridan, who people will recognize from uh, Ready Player One and X-Men. And Cyclops? Yes, he played Cyclops. Okay. As well as Anna de Armas, who is on the come up right now. Hey, I rock with her. So, I rock with her. She's oh, Anna. And, <laughs> and John, <laughs> she John. really is on the come up, though. You're right. She's really on the come up. She's been in some movies lately. Like, she's been in a lot of movies ever since Knock yeah, Knock. Know. Have you seen Knock Knock? No, I didn't see Knock Knock. And she bagged Ben Affleck. She's, like, really doing well. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> John Leguizamo <laughs> is also in this film, as well. It was nice seeing John Leguizamo in a movie. I've missed seeing him on a TV screen. So, I've missed seeing John Leguizamo in things. Yeah, you heard him. He he said he's not doing anything that is. He's not doing anything that is not special to him. Like it has to touch his heart for him to do a role now. That's what he said. That makes sense. I can appreciate that. Um, did you did you ever watch his comedy special that he did? Is it recent? Uh, I think it was done, I think last year. I think they recorded, I think it came out last year. It is very good. We're going to add that to the watch list. That's going to get watched soon. But you haven't seen it. If you have not uh, seen John Cusamo's comedy special on Netflix, check it out. It's 
hella funny, super educational. Like it is really well done. He's really wow. good. And put it on the research list. Yes. And I'm probably hella wrong about when it was actually came out, but whatever. Anyway, the night clerk, Ty Sheridan plays a hotel clerk who is autistic. And while he's on duty, some shit happens. A murder happens. It turns into a whodunit. And it looks like they try to blame him for doing it. Although, you know right off the bat, he didn't do it. So, irony there. But John Leguizamo plays a detective who's investigating. (laughs) Uh, Helen Hunt. I am not going to spoil this too much because I highly recommend that people watch it. It was a great cast. Well acted. I, and yeah, so watch. I thought Go it was check. well acted too, especially the main character. Yeah, Ty Sheridan, he's a good actor. He did a really good it, it takes yeah, it just takes a special person to be able to pull that off and you it'd be believable and it'd be compassionate. And I think Yeah, so you think about it, he's he's that's that's dope. He played an autistic guy, he played an extra action kid in Ready Player One, and then he played a depressed blind guy in X Men. Like, he's a pretty good actor. Right guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cyclops is the saddest person in the world. You know, I, we're not going to talk. I, Cyclops is legitimately my least favorite X-Men, but every time I watch an X-Men movie, I just feel bad for him, because you're right. They do make him seem so fucking sad. Like, just... And I think it's because they play up Wolverine so much in the movies and that's always been the Scott versus Logan thing. I get it. They both love Gene. Um, Look, what I'm saying is he is think about it, right? Think about his life, right? He can't see. He takes off he can't you gotta keep his glasses on. Y'all walking around here mad that y'all gotta put masks on when you go in the store. He gotta have glasses on all the time so he doesn't destroy everything in front of him. You know what I'm saying? His girl is the most powerful being in existence. And then she got a little love thing with the guy who's not the leader, but seems like the leader. <laughs> who has who is the most macho, strong, tough. Yeah. Okay. Not to mention that he's got metal inside of him and he's strong and Cyclops really can't do much with him. And she be like flirting with Wolverine. They got a thing. A whole entanglement. <laughs> oh my god, that was the original entanglement. Was Wolverine <laughs> Gene and Cyclops. Yo, because they're a whole love triangle and they always have been. You know what I mean? He's always been weak for that woman. And Cyclops been walking around mad, rightfully so. Wow. Look at that. Uh. Where's Cyclops movie at? He's the leader. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast talking about the dynamic of the X-Men and the shit that they go through. But anyway, what were we talking about? What movie were we on? We were on... Uh, the Night Clerk on Netflix. So all that to say, watch The Night Clerk and pour one out for your boy Scott Summers because he be going through it. Mm. Midsommar. <laughs> Shot at Henny. He, he definitely what you is. drinking today? Um, I have jacked a Johnny Walker Black like uh, four pack, special edition four pack, Johnny Walker Black. And in that, or Johnny Walker. 
Um, and in that, there is a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label. So that is what I will be taking shots of this evening because that bottle is only like $200. So I'm going to take a couple oh. sips and then put the top bag on. Oh my. <laughs> that sounds birthday worthy. It is birthday worthy. Definitely birthday worthy. I'm going to drink some, I don't know, brown liquor. There will be some brown liquor here. I'm sure, uh, you know, when my friends get off of work, uh, <clears throat> I'm about to link up with uh, my kid after this and get some sushi. That's what I'm going to have for lunch. And then I'm going to uh, probably go buy a grill and get some liquor. And then I'm going to come back and probably drink while I create that uh, that beautiful grill area in the back. Drinking and, and assembling then, a grill is probably not the best idea. Nah, what you talking about? <laughs> That's the best time to do anything. You know? uh, as a drinker, I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no, nah, you t- I'm not getting loaded. Like I'm drinking while doing what I got to do. That's all, you know. You okay. know me. I don't. I don't get. I don't do too much. Um, however, we can keep going. I guess. Happy birthday to us. Yeah. I um, want to bring it to. I want to talk about the next movie. Can I bring in the next movie? You can bring in the next movie because you made me fucking watch this movie. So go ahead. Midsommar. I can't. I still can't remember where I seen this originally. Um, I thought I saw it. I thought. I thought I saw it with my kid's mom and my kid, but they said I didn't go with them, and. I don't really know where I went, who I went to go see it with, but apparently I, I feel like I have fell asleep on it in the movie theater. However, uh, I wanted you to see it because the part that I did see in this movie was ridiculous. And it's one of those movies where you don't know what's going on and then you still don't know what's going on, but you're intrigued after a certain point. It's kind of like Apocalypto. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Apocalypto was a good ass movie. Now, I didn't mean it in the sense of it's a good movie. <laughs> I just mean that when you watch an Apocalypto, you don't really know what's going on until... The shit gets thick. Yeah, and then you're already invested. Um, I did not like this movie at all. Um, I felt like it was a watered-down version of Hostel. So watered down. It was such a vanilla version of Hostel. Like, I'm watching this waiting for shit to really get kicked up like I want it. I guess maybe because I'm like I love gore and I love gratuitous violence. I think and this this movie I think made me realize that. Like I enjoy gratuitous violence in my horror movies. First so, of all, this was marketed as a horror movie, but it wasn't really a horror movie. Like mm-hmm. I remember them marketing it and that's why my my kid and his mom went to go see it because they love horror movies and like that's her roadie to take on movies, you know, on a movie date for that type of movie because everybody doesn't watch that type of movie. You know what I mean? Like I more and more I'm starting to realize there's more and more people that just don't like to watch scary movies. They have no interest in watching any movie that's scary. And so she takes her son she takes her son and he loves it, you know what I mean? So I remember they both couldn't stand this movie, though. You know what I mean? However, uh, <laughs> I shout didn't think it was any... Son, shout out to your son being your scary movie role dog, because Q is my scary movie go-to person. So that Let me awesome. ask you this. You said you, you said it's like Hostel. Did you like Hostel? I loved Hostel. All right, I so anyway, like- I love Hostel, too, and I don't understand how this is anything like Hostel. However, I can understand what you're saying in the sense of 
you didn't like it. You know, it's one of these movies where you watch things and it's well acted. It's it's well lit. Like it's a it's a fantastic movie to watch in terms of aesthetics. But the the way the the way that it just rolled out. Would you recommend the, people to watch it? I would have to say no, because I don't want to recommend something. It, 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 after watching it again myself and actually seeing it the whole way through, mm-hmm. it was kind of a waste of time. Agreed. I do not recommend it. Just pass, skip over Midsommar. If you're seeing it, probably on your Amazon feed. Don't bother. However, I will spoil it for y'all, though. I will spoil it for y'all. We got to talk about the movie since we don't want them to watch it. You know what I mean? The movie is crazy because think about the details of that movie. The first, the first maybe 20 minutes of the movie, you find out that this girl commits suicide and has the hose tied up to the car's exhaust, the two cars in the exhaust tied up to that. And she's in her bedroom with duct tape on her face. Yeah. Carbon monoxide killed her. So she tried to do the whole carbon monoxide poisoning and attempted to just kill herself by running a hose all the way through the house. And she kills herself and her parents. There's sister and parents gone right off rip. Right off so rip. just to let you know that this girl is unstable because what they, the only thing that they showed you at the beginning of this movie is that she is codependent on her boyfriend, period. You know what I'm saying? And then that happens. And it seemed like he was about to break up with her. Mm-hmm. And him and his <laughs> friends were going to go on this trip. Um, to what apparently was a setup yes, to go to okay. Sweden. And they didn't brought about, they didn't brought damn sacrifices out there. Anyway, so, to fast forward, what happened was these two people go on top of a cliff and they just jump off of the cliff and fall to their death in front of everybody. And everybody's like, oh my God. the celebration guy that came starts flipping out he's like what the hell everybody's all cool with this then the other guy jumps he don't even die then they get the hammer the guy comes over with the big old hammer that they made sure that they showed in the shot a couple of minutes ago he gets comes with the big old hammer and slams his damn face four to five times that was rough and then weird stuff starts happening the girl imprints on the guy (laughs) <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I recommend you guys watch the movie. <laughs> oh <my laughs> you no, know, because think about it. Yo, she imprints on the guy. The one girl, she basically goes to leave. They're going to tell her that he went in a car without her. Yeah. The girl goes to tell her boyfriend what happened, and he goes, <laughs> that's crazy. And then goes back and has this conversation. Yeah, I recommend you watch this movie, guys. I'm not telling you this is a good movie, but it's a spectacle to watch. So I think this is the first movie where we disagree on. Just to throw that in there, we're not going to agree on every film. We don't agree on all of this. So that is the first one where our opinions differ. So Does it? I still yeah. think it sucks. So you're telling people you're going to waste other people's time. I just told them it sucks. Like They, <laughs> they can make an educated decision on how, how to. But like based off of all of that information, I would watch it. Like, I would probably want to see it. And they're like, oh, it's aesthetically nice. It's well acted. You know what I mean? And that type of stuff happens. I might want to see what it's about. Like, you know, every movie don't have a good ending. 
that's really the problem. The movie is slow and it has a and it doesn't have a good ending. Okay, well, after this episode goes live, I will make sure to tag your Twitter um, when this post gets put po- when this gets posted, so people can at you. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that because I will definitely tell y'all. I told you it sucks. Don't come at me with all that. <laughs> if I told you it was trash juice, it was trash juice. Speaking of trash juice, don't you say the next movie on this list was trash juice? Sorry, I was looking at the movie after. Okay. Um, <laughs> blind spotting. Loved it. Agreed. David Diggs. I'm so glad that Hamilton got put on TV for people who are not familiar with David Diggs so they can see him in his greatness and then everyone can appreciate him as much as I appreciate him. Um, but David Diggs and God dang it, why can't I think of his name right now? White Chocolate. Uh, I'm not going that far. That was him. He was white chocolate. He was like a whole... <laughs> he was the black dude. He was the stereotype. I loved yeah. it. It was a great movie, man. It was, man. I don't even want to tell y'all much about this movie. I just want y'all to watch it, because it was a great movie. Yeah. Um, trying to, I'll tell Rocky you what it's about. Okay. It was Rocky off of Salt. I was about to say that, but I'm like, wait a minute. It wasn't... So, and they're, they're best friends in real life, and they wrote this together, so I think that makes it even more perfect. They were in Oakland, and I believe they're from Oakland. I believe um, when I looked it up, he's from the Bay Area. I don't know if he's from Oakland, but he was in the Bay Area. Was there anybody else in that movie? Yes. Nerds will know her from 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 uh, Battlefront 2. She yeah, she played Aiden Versio in the game, and like full mocap styling was Aiden. And it's rumored that they're going to bring Aiden into The Mandalorian, and she is going to play her in the TV show, which only fucking makes sense. And Aiden Versio was the leader of the Inferno Squad, which at the end of The Mandalorian, I said it looks like the Inferno Squad outfit is what Giancarlo Esposito had on. Someone corrected me. I don't watch enough Star Wars or, yeah, to really know what his character, like that character's backstory. So whatever. I say all that to say she's a bad bitch. Oh. Yeah, I seen her in. Uh, I remember her from. Oh, what was she in? She was in Space Force just now. She was in Space Force. She's in Space Force. The show Space Force with um, Steve Carell. You don't know about that. That's all good. No, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't finished Space Force. Like I, that's some. That's what I need to go back in. I haven't finished either. However, she's also in uh, the Way Back, the, one of the movies that is on the list, the Ben Affleck movie. Uh, that we haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, also making appearances in this movie are Tisha Campbell. Yeah, that was short. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> that was interesting. Was she in there? So yeah, she did. She she did good. She did good. Definitely recommend watching it. This movie came out two years ago. Wow, it came out two years ago and it just hit HBO. It was just that. That's an independent movie. It was somewhere else. They picked it up. You know, around this time. Okay. HBO is not the only place that per, place that has uh, rights to that movie either. I think Apple TV has that because that's what I watched it on. I watched it on Apple TV. Okay, well, either way, check out Blind Spotting. Definitely worth the watch. Really great movie, especially with all the stuff going on in the world right now. Great movie. Master, oh, Monsters and Men. That one is on Hulu and Apple TV. Did not like this movie. Yo, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of these movies that we're coming up on, 
I we're spending so much time on these, you know, one movie, and they're not worth we're spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> so Monsters and Men, I didn't like it very much. It was another well acted movie. It had John David Washington in it. Is that his name? Yep, John David Washington had Anthony Ramos in it. That's um, the that's my man from Hamilton, right? Yes, he's also in Hamilton. Yep. Yeah. He's um, from, uh, from Spike Lee, the Spike Lee movie. From She's Gotta Have It, he played Mars Blackman. Jasmine Cephas Jones is in this one as well, as she was in Blind Spotting. That is Anthony Ramos' girlfriend, who also was in Hamilton. Um, great cast, shit movie. Um, didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Same <laughs> here. Same here. Feel free to Same skip here. that one. Yeah, next, we go to the next movie. Next up on the list was Gemini Man. Which is on Epics. You can find it on Epics easily. Will Smith, visually stunning movie. If you have 4K HDR TV, definitely watch it in 4K. Like this is this is the kind of movie 4K was meant for. So Gemini Man, I liked it. It was an over the top action film. I liked it though. I wasn't mad at it. What yeah, think? it was interesting. It was um, it was shot in I think it was 120 frames per second. You know, this it was special because they had de-aging Will Smith. They, you know, the guy that played them, they used all of the special effects in the world. Apparently, this movie was supposed to be or was pitched to be made in the past, and they just couldn't make it because they didn't have the technology to make this type of movie. However, it looks like Ang Lee and Jerry Bruckheimer figured something out this time. I personally didn't think the movie was that good. I thought visually it was great. This was another movie with great acting again. You had Mary Elizabeth Winstead again, who killed it. You had uh, you had Clive Bowen in it, looking old. And you had uh, Benedict Wong, Mr. Wong from uh, B.D. Wong from the, the Marvel Universe. Uh, I thought it was well acted. I just didn't, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, next. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so we're going to kind of jump into t- a television show, Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. If you have not watched this, you should. I was late to the game, but I'm glad I showed up. <laughs> I was put on to this in the past. I thought it was a interesting show that I just put it on one day just because I needed nothing. Like, you know how you put something on and you don't really have time to watch something, but you're doing something, you may be you know, on a computer or surfing or something like that on the, on the web or whatever. And I just put it on and then, you know, you start paying attention and you're like, yo, this is a really good show. Then you realize that it's got all types of awards and then you see why. Like, this is a really well-written show, well-acted show. And man, the setting, the outfits, the way that they recreated, what is it, the 50s? I think so. I think it was like the 50s. New York in the 50s. Yeah, man. Like, they killed it, you know. They killed that shit. It's on Amazon. Watch that. Yes. Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel should be the first thing <laughs> off this list that you watch or start watching. Just Mercy is on Amazon. And that is the... Killmonger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Killmonger and Jamie Foxx. Gosh. <laughs> Killmonger and Ray Charles, man, you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta you gotta just tell them it like nah. Actors about like their 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 movie roles. Yeah, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, uh, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Fox together. Jamie Fox. Um, just Mercy was a. It's on Amazon. You can watch it on Amazon. A historical movie, so it is a factual movie. So don't expect a whole lot of oohs and ahs and 
you know, stuff like that because, I mean, it's based on real life events. So, um, but it's worth watching. It was free for, it was free on everything a month ago um, to watch. I don't know if it's still free or not. So that would be um, interesting because at the time we watched is when they were like, we're going to make all the black movies free for everyone to watch. Yeah, there was that, The Hate You Give, uh, a couple other movies. They were definitely letting everybody have them. They were like, hey, watch this. So chances are probably, you've probably already seen Just Mercy. Yeah, uh, likely. Black and Blue. Tyrese is in it. (laughs) Naomi Harris is her Naomi Harris and Tyrese. Mike Coulter was in that movie? How did I miss that? You didn't. Because we talked about it a little briefly. Because I told the bad guy is Luke Cage. Oh, see, he's the bad guy. I wanted this. I wanted to love this movie. I wanted it to be great because I love Naomi Harris, but I didn't enjoy it. So I don't recommend Black and Blue. Unfortunately, that's a. I didn't like. I didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah, she could have um, at any given time in the movie contacted someone outside of the jurisdiction that she was in. And things would have been okay, but she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you found out in the end that, you know, she could have just made a phone call above her head and she'd have probably been okay. But, uh, yeah. Next movie. So, Devil on HBO. Hey, that was me telling you to go back and watch something that I've seen a few times. This is from 2010. It's It's a good movie. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So, be prepared. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is the movie that had uh, the guy that I was telling you about that was in the Gotham movie. He was the cop in this movie. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine is in it. <laughs> Baby Joker. Baby Joker is in it. Thought it was a good movie. You should check it out. Yeah. It's um, one of those movies you talk too much about it. Spoils it. So That was Devil. <laughs> Joker. I'm pretty sure. I feel like anyone listening to this podcast has probably already watched Joker. Yeah, we were just the late ones. Yeah. Granted, I've seen it in the movie. I just fell asleep. Ah, uh, I didn't see it. I heard, you know, I just heard that it was good. And after watching it, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, he definitely deserved the Oscar. There was no question about that. Right. Um, I just, I think my problem is at this point, and maybe I'm wrong, but I am not a fan of, or maybe I've been spoiled by the MCU that now it's like when you make these superhero movies, my expectation, which is totally created by myself, and I'm only to blame by my disappointment. I guess I'm only myself to blame. I wanted to tie in somewhere. So I feel like where does this tie into DCU? It doesn't at all because we've got what's his nuts playing the Joker. Um, although I would probably prefer this Joker going up against the Justice League versus Jared Leto's joke. Right. Because I like a darker like I like darker Batman. Like I like a darker DC universe. But at this point, like, I don't think he ties in. Unless we take Harley Quinn dark, it doesn't tie in. So it's just like we got all these DC movies being done willy nilly for like what? Like y'all just wanna throw out a movie. Like just put it out. Just make some money. None of it ties in. It don't matter. We're not trying to actually tie anything in. Fucking justice Just go watch our movie. Eek. Um, <laughs> next up, Doctor Sleep on HBO right now. It is the sequel to what the, hell was the, the first Shining. One? The Shining. It is the sequel to The Shining. Literally picks up right after The Shining. You've not seen Doctor Sleep? Watch it. Uh, you know this is my pick right here. I love this movie. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a great sequel. I actually watched The Shining right before I went to go see it in the movie theater. 
uh, your boy Ewan McGregor. Uh, he's in it. But man, it's a good performance. It's a good movie. It's, it's by my boy Mike Flanagan. He's the guy who did The Haunted Hill House and he did a couple of other things. I'm a big fan of this guy. You'll see, you know, I, I recommend you watch this movie if you like anything that is like a thriller. If you've ever seen The Shining or if you were interested in seeing The Shining, watch that first, you know, so you can see it. It's literally a direct continuation. But yeah. Because you recommended that. Go back and watch The Shining first and then literally just watch it like right after it. I'm not opposed to that. The Shining, I don't know if it holds up very well. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's a hard watch. Yeah, it is a hard watch. But it you will enjoy Doctor Sleep more if you have at least watched it. So hate watch The Shining and then watch Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Yo, I like it. Hate watch it. Hate watch it. I mean, we've done a lot of hate watching. We've done we did a whole year of I guess it wasn't a whole year, you know, it was like a whole year of hate watching Game of Thrones. So That's a fact. <laughs> so And and we hate waited. Hate waited. Uh, <laughs> Kylie Curran is a is the young lady in the film young up-and-coming black actress uh she did a really good job i really liked her performance in this i think there is a nice crop of young black actresses coming up so i would to see what she does next for sure she did a really good job in this yeah she killed it she's the best part of the movie she really is she's like the star of the movie as well though like she's the focal point of the movie the movie is about her true that uh the hunt was where did we Okay, well, watch The Hunt. I'll just say that. That movie had everybody in its mom in it for no damn reason. Yo, everybody, yo, watch The Hunt, yo. Just watch The Hunt. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you nothing about The Hunt. Just watch no. The Hunt. Yo. The Hunt should be watched. The Hunt. Should <laughs> watch The Hunt. The Hunt is a is a ride. Whether you like it or not, you can cuss at us. It's cool. However, watch The Hunt. <laughs> I enjoyed The Hunt. Emma Roberts, Hillary Swank. Justin Hartley. Yeah, there's a lot of familiar faces in it. Watch The Hunt. Definitely worth seeing. Uh, Ready or Not is on HBO. It's another... Yeah, it really was. Because I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. It was a a well-done movie. I mean, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't didn't know anything about it, so I just turned it on because it was the movie that came out on Saturday. It was good. I liked it. I thought it was dope. I recommend this movie and I will watch it again because I have watched the Purge movies multiple times and I will watch this again. Yeah, I would watch it again. I don't even remember it enough to really even say too many details about it. However, I know that it was very, it took me by surprise and it was dope. I liked it. Yeah, it's almost, I think it's marketed as like a suspense. I don't know if it's marketed as horror, but it's kind of a suspense thriller, but it's got lighthearted comedy moments that will make you laugh. So I, I don't mind my horror making me laugh and it had gratuitous violence in it so right right (laughs) i enjoyed it upgrade the series upgrade on amazon another amazon original series if you've not watched upgrade you should watch upgrade i want to talk about this later and like we need to have a shows podcast but it would be dope to talk about this more in its entirety i don't want to spoil it it's really good just go watch it it is I kind of wrapped up what we were. We've watched more things. What are some sleepers? What's a sleeper that you would, that was not on this list, that you would just throw out and you would recommend if you haven't seen it, watch it? Mm, just period? Just period. Oh, man. Um, look, you can go back and watch Florida Project. Oh, um, that was mine. You stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. All right. Well, 
then watch. Well, no, you got to pick another one because I already said it and it's already there. But like, yeah, watch Florida Project because Florida Project is fire. It's on Netflix. And if that's yours, then I'll pick another one. Do you want me to do that or you want to pick another one? No, go ahead. You stole it. It's yours now. Yeah, I'm saying. uh, So I would also say to watch Bully. No, I would say to watch The Next Three Days on Amazon. <laughs> take all of mine. <laughs> oh, that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's record. Let's just do it again. All right. Let's just. No. You can have your pick, and I'll have my pick. I'm, no, I'm totally leaving that in there. Uh, right. <laughs> no, but that's fine because like, we agree on that. Those are definitely two sleepers that should be watched. The next three days was really good. Florida Project was fucking amazing. Yeah, check out those for sure as well. Yeah, those will be the first couple ones we talk about. We just do. Let's just do a part two of the rapid fire pod, and you know mm-hmm. we'll just we'll, we'll uh, take over from where we left off. Sure. Because there's plenty of other movies that we did. We just didn't put them in the list. I mean that we that we watched. We yeah. just didn't put them on this list because okay. they couldn't all fit in one. Yeah, and that would just be like on that note. Um, I think that that's a good kind of for a normal person probably a week or two's worth of watching that we probably did in like a couple days if you're looking for some suggestions on what to watch what to avoid there you go we gave you some so check those out avoid the ones we said avoid and feel free to add us at House of Words on Twitter House of Words on Instagram House words on Facebook too. Any suggestions of other things to watch that you would suggest watching or avoiding? I'm down to watch them. Like we ain't got nothing but time. Like not a lot else to do. I'm lying. I'm not watching shit this weekend because I'm about to be playing Ghost of Tsushima. So at some point it will get watched. If you suggest it, we'll watch it at some point. Yeah, I'm not even playing no game this weekend. However, happy birthday to you, twin. Happy birthday to you too. Let's go get drunk, even though we're in both, you know, remote lands. Let's both get drunk in spirit together. So make sure you drink responsibly. (laughs) And until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other.